0: Welcome to Alphabet Scoop, episode 132. As always, I'm joined by Ben Schoen and Kyle Bradshaw. And this week is Reviews Week, and we have a new Pixel. The Pixel 5a with 5G. Though in typical Google fashion, they're calling it Pixel 5a 5G in some places. So that's a whole confusing mess again but anyways to the bulk of the thing kyle you've had it for
1: just over a week how is it you know i really like it i i don't know if i'm gonna change back to the pixel 5 yet i i, I might i just don't know it's 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 hefty which i'm i'm back and forth on whether or not that's a good thing i mean it's definitely good for from a durability standpoint but it's a. Uh, it's got better audio it's got a battery that lasts two maybe three days uh, there's so many things right with it that I like don't miss the pixel 5 except for the fact that I really liked wireless charging
0: and the incredible thing is those two specs you are you're mentioning the battery and like the heft you you're compare you're comparing the battery to the pixel 5 which already had the bigger capacity uh, compared to the pixel 4A 5G. So one of the, one of your takeaways from this phone was that it's like as in the name, it's a Pixel Five. It's not a Pixel Four A five G replacement.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, th- I mean, there's still definitely ways that it is an A in the sense that they scaled back a little bit in specs on like the RAM, and they scaled back a little bit on the the display, or they scaled back a lot on the display, but still it. it it definitely does feel like a pixel 5 especially the the coated metal exterior it really while it's not textured and fancy the way the pixel 5 is it really does feel like a pixel 5 yeah if even though it's bigger whatever sense that makes but yeah
0: that bio resin I, I still think the pixel 5's coating uh feels like uh card not cardboard um construction paper yeah construction paper I can see, see that. that. Yeah, yeah It I still feels that. so much like that. But uh, like you were saying, that's a surprising – the the construction, the build quality is a surprising thing for Google to take away because – to use again rather because by the looks of it, they're not using it on the Pixel 6, but they took this material that they – all the work they had to do with the wireless charger in the Pixel 5 and having a metal unibody and coating it with plastic, they recycled that for the better, and it just speaks to how the early weeks for this phone, everybody that original vendor uh, early in the year, everybody just thought it was a Pixel Four A five G Redux, and now that we actually have it,
1: it's so much more, and you know that's some credit to give to Google. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think the biggest credit we can give them is for the water resistance, though, just mm-hmm. because that's been one of the biggest reasons why we couldn't recommend the A-series, just because, like, yes, it's really good, and it's really good for what you for the amount of money that you're paying, but water resistance is a thing that pops up just in daily life. Yeah. That's, that's just a smartphone killer, so to not have that was foolish, and now it's here.
0: And uh, that hopefully raises the bar for phones in this price category. But yeah, to speak to that, that's the reason I can't bring myself to use the Pixel 4A on a daily basis. I I love the size, but um, the Watt IP67? Uh, it doesn't have that.
1: So I mean, Ben, ben you would know better. Does like the Galaxy A52 or anything like that have kind of water resistance?
2: I believe it does. I have to double check myself but I'm pretty sure it does.
1: Hmm.
0: So, in terms of Yep, I see good, I 67. We- so, same thing. Nice. So, in terms of the what's good? Um what else is there? It's the same process
1: as last year. It's I, it, it's the same Pixel experience. Like you're getting the flagship Pixel 5 experience. I think the only things you're missing are things that are not important, like the, the reverse wireless charging and, and things like that, but no one cared about it. This is the Pixel 5 experience for $450. You're getting all the assistant stuff, like hold for me and uh, call screening. It, it It is the Pixel experience. I, I think they've really nailed the formula at this point, though I can see why some people would miss the, the pricing of the Pixel 4a. Mm.
0: As a complete anecdote, I used reverse wireless charging like once and it was quite interesting. Um, (laughs) um, I was downtown, uh, walking and a friend of mine, his iPhone was running low on battery and we literally just put the phones back to back, um, in his pocket and it charged Successfully, while walking.
2: Slowly, though.
0: Very only, slowly.
2: I think it's only like 5 watts on Pixel. 5 Even then, I think, that's only, I think that's only with certain things. I don't think it's with everything. It does 5.
0: It's absolutely silly. But yeah, and it, it, future phones probably don't need that. <laughs> oh, but anyways, the good, how about the
1: bad? Well, okay, you, Here, you did- w- hang
2: on. Before we move on from that, I have one argument in favor of reverse wireless charging, specifically on the Pixel, because when you plug it in to a wired charger, the reverse Mm -hmm. wireless charging automatically turns on, which makes it actually kind of useful for travel. Like, I kind of wish I had had a chance to travel with the Pixel 5 as my main phone in the past year, because Mm -hmm. it would have been really nice to get to a hotel, plug my phone in, and just stick my earbuds on top of it to charge.
0: Oh, you, that's true, you find
1: consolidation.
0: You find that, how, well, it depends how long the, the case of your wireless earbuds last. Well, okay, I would make the argument more in terms of a
2: smartwatch, but there are no smartwatches that can do that. Even the Galaxy Watch 4, which, as we found out this week, does kind of support it, only does it every every once in a while. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't.
0: Yeah, it's... I just... Okay, the idea of of it of using it as a portable wireless charger there's there's something there, but at the same time, it's highly inefficient and I promise you most people will want to use their phones most times, yeah, if it's I, there, I,
2: yeah, I definitely don't make the argument for it in terms of like what you said, just walking around or even just in the middle of the day, oh my earbuds are dead. let me throw them maybe in the my coffee shop.
0: you'll want to use your phone
2: yeah, I'm more in the sense of it's nice to have that option to consolidate my chargers when I go somewhere to know where hey, if I need a wireless charger for something, I can just do that at night because I have had my earbuds case die while on a trip and it's it's nice to have that option
1: hmm. but I don't think that that plus the little bit of ram. Plus, just the ability to wireless charge in general, and then 90 hertz uh, display—like those are the things that separate the Pixel Five A from the Pixel Five. I don't think that's worth 250.
0: Yes, as and speaking of the bad, you notice something
1: with the with the screen besides the lack 90 hertz. Yeah, as soon as you turn it to like even the slightest angle, uh, that's if you're not looking dead on it's it starts to turn like pink and green it has a terrible viewing angle but i if you if you just live in dark mode though it's not really noticeable so abner you'd be fine yes absolutely (laughs) so yeah
0: the pixel 5a um so the logistics of this phone remains quite weird as we were saying there's a lot to like about it but google is only selling it in two markets and when we asked them if this was a situation where they would make it available in more countries later, they said no. They're sticking with the US and Japan, which are big pixel markets, but still it's quite strange that they do have a good phone here and they're, but they're not it's not a home it's not a home run in terms of wide availability. There's so many people that missing out Europe entirely not to mention India
1: is just remarkable yeah and even in the US it doesn't support the the fastest 5g because there's no millimeter wave option yeah it's
0: it's true google store exclusive um depending on whether you consider google fi an extension of that extension of google's first party uh retail so why, why do we think it's so limited? Do we just think it's COVID? Or, is the, or like if we go more cynically, um, they want people to buy the Pixel 6?
1: And chip shortage, too.
2: Yeah, I, I would say the chip shortage probably has some impact, but the bigger part of the decision was just we need an A-Series phone, but we don't really care about it right now.
0: So this was the offer.
1: Yeah, I mean that was always the theory going into uh, when when this was being rumored. The theory was that this was just a contractual obligation.
0: Yeah, and it turns out, well, from what we have now, the contractual obligation wasn't Verizon apparently. It was rather with SoftBank because that's the only other place, again, besides the Google Store, selling it in Japan. So. Do we think this decision to limit it to two countries, again, it might be COVID, but do we think that has any longer ramifications down the line? I know we've seen hints of a 6A, but is this going to shift their, their A series strategy going forward to just limited availability in key markets?
2: That's a good question. I can't. I definitely can't see them killing it off just because it's the most yeah. successful version of the pixel
1: and by having an affordable pixel it opens them up to markets like india in a way that yes the pixel might be successful there but a more affordable pixel would do better
0: well
2: it would do better but it still has steep competition there true and it is not a good competitor in honestly most markets the budget market yes only good for the pixel here everywhere else it's there are way better
0: options highly competitive Mm. especially in europe so yeah um pixel 5a with 5g it will be available next week um yeah it's just a curious footnote in google's history especially if
1: they don't increase availability I feel like I should uh, put mine back in his box and lock it away to go to the museum later. (laughs) Just like the white, the the white Pixel 4a 5G. We have to talk about the
0: color. That's, uh, we almost forgot to talk about the color.
1: Yeah, especially because this is the
2: last time we get one of these.
0: Mostly black. Yeah. So I'm
1: looking, I'm looking at it right now in my dark living room, no lights on. It just looks like a black phone. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I put it put it in sunlight, it starts to the the green starts to come out. Especially when you see the the forest green power button, it is it is not a black phone. It is green. It's a very very dark, very subtle green, but it is green. That's all there really is to say about it. It's 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 not black. Honestly, it's
0: like Google has re- has been a, in a really green phase. We of course had the Pixel Five. And this just continues it. uh we do see. I believe one of the sage, the nest doorbell has this sage color, so if we really been into green,
1: and I wish they would ever bring out like something along the emeralds kind of thing, something like bluish green
0: be yeah, blue. beautiful. We need more different hues of blue, S- speaking of color, I guess we do have to spend some time on the case, don't we? This new non-fabric case.
1: Yeah, it's okay.
0: <laughs> Ooh, that's 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 a a real hedged answer. It is it
1: is it unfamiliar? Is it is it too squishy? It's... Is it? It feels like any other case. That I would buy just like if you were just buying a plastic case to throw on a phone. It just feels like any other case. Like if I bought it from, for example, OtterBox. It just mm. feels like any other case that you just throw on a phone.
0: Well, that's depressing. Is it googly? Does it feel googly from the colors and the choices? Or no?
1: I mean, I will give them credit for, for putting the, uh, the ridges of the power button onto the ridges of the, the lock button on the case too. Mm-hmm. I'll give them that. So it means that they care. There's the Google G, which is about as important as the Apple, Apple. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, um, I will say that it feels googly. If only in the sense that I don't understand the colors that they're offering. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, this someone explained to me, yeah. For one, they didn't even offer us four colors. They only offered us three. The pink was not an option. Or I would have taken it. But the it, it, someone explained to me why the Pixel Five, the green, you know, the, which is only available in what, black and green, why that has a Christmassy red case color.
0: No, wait, the Pixel Five isn't that the four A five? Oh, was it the four A five G? Yeah,
1: which is infuriating because that was the best
0: color. That was the best color. I remember it. Now. Pixel 4a 5G. Chili. I think it had some like chili. Yeah, chili. Name. Yeah, yeah, Really yeah. good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it it it's very googly in the sense that the colors don't make any sense. It <laughs> has, I don't know the 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 yellow that's used on it as the accent color is very reflective. It feels like something out of a either a construction site or something high visibility. Mm-hmm. It's a but otherwise it's kind of boring.
0: Yeah, it's 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 just I mean, squishiness, sure, that's something, but it doesn't be fabric. Who who has a fabric case? The other no one else, yeah, really. the other
2: minorly annoying thing about that is that the whole deal with the fabric case is that it's basically made entirely out of recycled plastic. But the new one is only recycled on the inside. Like it's only that inner layer is recycled plastic. The outside's not.
0: Yeah, it's
2: Okay. It, I, I hope mean, it... this does not continue into the next one. I, th- I will well, be very we'll depressed. S- we'll if see I... how
0: Pixel 6 cases work in the first place. But yeah, with this yeah. one. I guess they're prioritizing the ability, right? That that has to be the only
1: bonus for it, right? It's the double. Oh yeah. No, I'd feel, I'd feel confident dropping my phone in this. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that's the case. Um, We do prefer fabric. So hopefully there's still time for things to change. Probably not. (laughs) But moving on, galaxy watch four, Wear OS three, it's here. Yes, uh
2: the Galaxy Watch 4 is coming out next week on the 27th. Um and it will be the first watch running Wear OS 3. Uh it has, you know, it's actually cheaper than previous Galaxy Watch models. It has the best specs that's ever been on a Wear OS watch and I've been using it for a little over a week now. Uh and it's pretty good.
0: Um by using, okay, so again, you had it for a week. In terms of experience, whose software do you feel like you're using?
2: So this has already been mentioned by quite a few people who have started using the watch. Um, and I gave my own little take on it. Basically, it is very much a Samsung watch and a Samsung experience through and through. Uh, Google's priorities and Samsung's priorities definitely mm-hmm. battle each other. And Samsungs win most of the time. Uh, I had said in one of my early posts about using it, uh, if you looked at, if someone just handed you this watch and you knew what Wear OS was and you knew what Tizen was, but you had no idea what was going on, you would assume through and through that this is just a updated Tizen. Because it feels like Tizen, it looks like Tizen. The only difference is that when you open it up and open up the app drawer there's a maps icon and there's a google play icon that's it everything else feels almost uncannily like tizen it's it's strange to be using it um it works like it it like it works that's the thing putting the two of them together when it's like when samsung is so clearly crushing the google side of it should not work but it does the experience does feel nice but you have to live knowing you have to live under Samsung's rules not so much Google's if you try to use it as a Google watch you're going to be pretty disappointed not just because the assistant does not work yet but will eventually come and not just because Google Pay currently does not work and not just because uh none of Google's apps are preloaded and yeah, all of that um yeah, it it does not feel like a Google Watch in any way, but it's pretty good, as most of Samsung's watches have been for the past few years.
1: What do you think about its mass market appeal? Do you think that this is going to pull people to get a Wear OS watch?
2: No, I think this is going to pull the exact same customers that the Galaxy Watch 3 and Active and all those did, too. Um, Great. which is Which is fine. Honestly, that is probably all Google wanted. And that is fine. I just want
0: the Play Store out there. yeah,
2: Yeah. And Samsung needed the Play Store. Like, I will admit, even just not having to, in my head, battle the thought of, you know, I use this app on my watch. Can I use it on this watch? And vice versa. I don't have to think about it anymore. It's just all the same. And that's nice. Like, I have an app for when I go play disc golf. I have an app and it's on Wear OS, but it wasn't on Tizen. And now I have it. And that's great. But it is still a Samsung watch. If you don't use a Samsung phone, you're probably not going to be that happy with it. You can use it without a Samsung phone and it will work fine. But it feels more at home when you're using a Samsung phone. So diving into that
0: just a a moment. Okay. Let's say you use uh, this watch with a Pixel. What are you looking at?
2: um so you have to go um so if you ever owned a galaxy watch before that was a tizen one it's pretty much the same experience you use the galaxy wearable app to pair it you have to install a bunch of other samsung apps to get it to work you have to have a samsung account to use most of the features you have to download the samsung health app to use most of the good tracking features you can use google fit but google fit honestly now that i've more used the health features of like Fitbit and Samsung is trash. <laughs> it's really bad. It can't okay. It can't track sleep. It's a smartwatch fitness app that cannot track sleep. That's pretty ridiculous in 2021. Um yeah, no, it you can use Google Fit, but Samsung Health is honestly a better experience because it takes advantage of everything the watch has to offer really the only thing you lose by using a non-Samsung phone is you lose uh, the ability to take an ECG and to take your blood pressure. But and to take still, but still, yes, you're serious. Still, you still can't take the blood pressure without a
1: Samsung. Phone. Yes.
2: You gotta be kidding. Me. But that still doesn't, that it still doesn't work in the U S anyway. So it doesn't really matter for, oh for us. Yeah. That's, they still uh. haven't gotten clearance on that in the U S but yes, it requires a certain app that is not uh, distributed through the play store and is not actually compatible with other phones. Cause it requires Samsung's stuff.
1: It's been years. Yep,
2: it's and it's not going to be changing. It's been three years. It's not going to be changing. They they have uh, not been quiet about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are other little minor things, like the entire design that Samsung put on its Wear OS skin is One UI, and it feels exactly like using a Samsung phone, which is not a terrible thing. One UI is actually pretty good. Um, But... Certain things like they have the ability to sync a blocked caller list if you have an lTE watch and other little things like that also don't work if you switch, but for the most part, like notifications, apps, pretty much everything else works the same
0: mm-hmm. okay, so there's so there's the experience, but let's say i th- I think I think it's a lot of people are viewing themselves right now you've owned you've used whales while... T- throughout it his, its history, and you go by this Galaxy Watch 4, wh- what, what's that experience for you? Is that... I would honestly... Okay. until you leave Wear OS how opinionated Google's take on it is and how straightforward it is.
2: Yeah, I think if someone used Wear OS and has been using Wear OS, but more so if they like Wear OS, like if they like a lot of the ways that Wear OS works they're really going to hate this because it doesn't <laughs> feel like Wear OS. And it, uh, yeah. And like you said, it's Google does have an opinion in Wear OS and how it works. And there are just these little things that are really frustrating when using the galaxy watch versus a Wear OS watch. Um, Cause I was using a Moto 360 before I switched over. Um, and they're like, they're just these little things like for instance, on Wear OS, on every Wear OS watch, you tap the power button to open the app door that just doesn't work on the watch four and there's no way to set it to do that either. You have to swipe. And also you have to swipe up to get to the app drawer. It's not that that's not where your notifications are. They're on a different direction. Um, So it's, it's little quirks that make it feel like that make it feel different and kind of just mess with your head. If you've been using Wear OS, but dive into that app, Sorry, go ahead. No, I, yeah, that's all I was going to say. It's just, it, it's little things that bother you, but to me at least, they're enough to where I will be jumping on the first Wear OS 3 watch I can get my hands on. Uh, mm.
0: Yeah. So the thing about Wear OS 3 is we don't know a lot about about how it works, how it looks, more importantly, independent of what Samsung is doing. Yeah, that... If ask this... Okay rethink the launcher, that swipe up on the launcher, is that was that a Samsung thing? Did that that exists previously in Tizen watches? Or is this a whole new Google dynamic that they're introducing Wear OS 3?
2: Okay, so with the app drawer on previous Samsung watches, what they did is they went all in on the rotating bezel. So, if you clicked the app drawer, which on their old watches actually was the power button, which is why it's frustrating. Um it was a ring of apps along the border so you had a uh, r- little icons around the border and then as you rotated the bezel to get to each one you would see the name in the middle and then as you would swipe around it would go to new pages it was it was a little cumbersome if you had to get to something on the last page but it was kind of nice like it was a nice experience um i honestly prefer the old wear os launcher to it but they were both good for their own reasons. Um the new one feels very much like an Apple Watch in the worst ways.
0: Yeah.
2: Um because it's not descriptive and there's no tactile f- the, the the main difference being there's no tactile feedback on it at all cuz you can't launch it with a button, you have to swipe. You you uh the scrolling works like if you like the rotating bezel works for scrolling, but it's also less accurate cuz it's just a list it's just this big collection of apps that are retouched targets wide. It's I, all I can say is I hope Google is not using this for iOS three because I don't, don't particularly like it. Um, I don't know what their alternative is. And I do fear that they're using this just because it's similar to what Apple uses, but I genuinely hope that's not the case. And yeah, I, I don't think Samsung's experience here is really going to be representative of Google's almost at all. Because there's there's nothing here that feels Google.
0: Like I said, yeah, if... The hope, the, the hope there is that there's still a Google default, that in the case of Fossil and Mobvoi, that they'll have, that Google will have that WayOS 2 experience. But the fear is that Google is going to open it, open Wear OS up to allow immense customization. With they've already done it with custom launches, what if they extend that to Fossil or the biggest partners?
2: Well, Mobvoi already, which they should, yeah, Mobvoi already was doing that. They the TickWatch Pro three already ships with a different uh, app drawer than standard Wear OS. Um, So, yeah, I think that's definitely going to be more common with Wear OS 3. Um, But honestly, we won't know what Google's version of Wear OS 3 looks like until Fossil gets it in 2022 or Mobvoi gets it in 2022 or Fitbit gets it probably beyond 2022. Or if Google releases a Pixel Watch, which might happen in the
1: fall, but who knows? Yeah. I'd like to think so, but I would. I've been, I've been liking to think so since 2018. So yeah,
2: we've been li- we've been wanting to think so for a long time, but it, th- this is the best time for them to do it, honestly, just because they have to show commitment to this platform to get it off the ground, and if they don't do it now, there's really no point, because otherwise, then it's just they built an operating system for Samsung.
0: So yeah, uh, let's see. Smartwatch battery life good? Uh, so I started
2: with testing the 40 millimeter model, which is the smallest one. Uh, it is definitely an all-day watch. Like You can unplug it in the morning, wear it all day, and it will not die until you go to sleep. <clears throat> Samsung's claim was that it would get 40 hours. On the smaller one, I don't see it. <clears throat> unless you're not doing anything. Um, I have had days where it was at 50% when I went to sleep. And then the next morning I plugged it in for half an hour while I took a shower and got ready for the day. And then I was able to get through the next day just fine. Um, But I also had days where I was driving and Google maps was running my directions on the watch. So it was at 15% when I went to sleep and had died by morning. So (laughs) This the smaller one I fear is never going to be that that flagship watch that handles your uh sleep tracking and everything. Also, by the way, this was with always on display, off. Oh, um, Yeah. It's no, it just, the the smaller one's rough. The bigger one um I just started using today. I've been using it all day at full everything, and it's at 80%. So. Uh, I think I think the bigger one will be fine, but I think the smaller one's going to be a tough sell unless they figure out something through software. It would be less of a concern for me, I think, if the charging was faster, but it still takes almost two hours to fully charge it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. The small one. That's not a very positive sign for that, is it?
1: Yeah, not not for the smaller one. It'd be nice if there was a way to actually charge your watch while you're still wearing it. Not a single provider that I've seen offers a way to do that.
2: I think Casio Casio did that. They had their charger on the side with like this little magnetic thing, but it oh, was ho- I <laughs> yeah. No, it's horribly ugly, and it no, is uh, yeah.
0: going into either Garmin has solar powered. Um, they have tiny solar cells on the perimeter. Of their India um, mm. and swatches, or there was this weird. There was this small startup uh, a few years that used your body heat. Yeah, yeah. Like d- uh, a <laughs> no, <regular I> d- <laughs> analog, not analog. No, no. It charged the battery. It, you can you can use that yeah, to charge the battery, but it was, will uh, just a regular digital watch. I, th- no, I think it-, it had one or two smart things. No, they had a smart
2: watch. It was a full smartwatch. It had Google Fit integration and everything. It, i mean it yeah, wasn't like an oled still. display but it was yeah, a full yeah, smartwatch notifications google watch. fit everything
0: notifications um, anyway
2: yeah um because it actually can you can charge a watch on that and it'd be fine
0: um
2: and it like in theory just run forever uh the problem with it is that technology is not small so the watch is huge yep. and this i think solar panels would be a great idea honestly
0: yeah, I don't um, think it gets you that much in terms of it doesn't outside a lot
2: Honestly though it doesn't need to get you much if it can just extend out your battery by like 10% over the course of a day that would be plenty to justify doing it In my like in my opinion I think that would be great
0: Yeah yeah, so there's those alternate power sources, um, not too far off in the future, but it will certainly be a hoot if uh, if uh, something running Wear OS ever gets that. Ah, so yeah, um, you've got you've gotten to play with some of the redesigned Wear OS s three experiences. So you you talked about maps, um. Google Pay has a small facelift. Messages is getting its redesign. All
2: right. Well, so far, I have not played with Messages. Um, I've only played with... Uh, Samsung does have like a default interface for any message apps that throw notifications your way, which is really nice, honestly. Um, Google Pay, for whatever reason, is just completely broken on the Galaxy Watch 4 at the moment. That may be fixed before launch, but currently it's totally broken. Um, Google maps is the app is really nice. Like it launches to your GPS view. Um, It's in dark mode by default. It looks really nice. Um, You can uh, tap one button and access your uh, home and work locations and all your recent searches. Uh, And then when you run navigation on your phone, it automatically mirrors to the watch and all the UI is well-designed and it's really nice, honestly. Uh, the issue with it is that it may just be a bug, like a pre-release bug, but the watch app on its own refuses to lock onto GPS and thinks I'm in Venezuela. So I have not been able to use it independently. I can only use it if I start navigation from my phone. Could just be a pre-release bug. I don't know. Uh,
1: I mean, you're not vacationing in Venezuela right now. <laughs>
0: Uh, So, anything else? Any closing thoughts on this?
1: Um, Kyle, are you interested? I was, but uh, (laughs) realizing the truth of it, I'm not so sure. I would be interested to see Google use this uh, Exynos chip in the Pixel Watch, is what I would really be interested in.
2: Well, that's what Max Weinbach keeps saying. He's thoroughly convinced that that's what's happening. So, we'll see. I hope
1: yeah. they've already ditched Qualcomm so
2: Yeah, I mean it would make total sense for them to do it. It, yeah, it's just a question of what they do and hopefully they make a good sized watch so it has a battery in it. Mhm.
0: Uh yeah, I'm for the sa- for the uh for the for the fact that it's primarily a Samsung given experience. I'm not as enthusiastic as I was during the weeks phase of this watch, but uh, we'll see, we'll see, but no, not too interested so
1: far. It's very attractive hardware. Yeah. I'll give them that. It it, it looks really good. I, I'd imagine it would feel good on the wrist and look good. And I'd like, I'd enjoy touching and playing with it, to, like spinning the little bezel on the classic. I mean, yeah, that all looks pleasant. Yeah, but hey, I, the the software experience is killing it for me. I I don't like the Samsung ecosystem.
2: Yeah, no, Samsung always nails it on the hardware, and these are no exception. I think the only hardware complaint that I've had so far is that the uh, standard one, the active equivalent, uh, has a tendency to pick up fingerprints really easily. I think it, the oleophobic on it is just not that great. Uh, it's fine. Like it's not, it, it, I've had worse on smartwatches, but it's definitely, it feels a little different. But I I can say I felt that on the Watch 3 as well, so it's not out—it's not out of line for Samsung.
0: Okay, okay. Well, speaking of Samsung, um, you've also had time to use the Galaxy Z Flip 3.
2: Yeah, so I was using the Flip 3 for about the past week. Uh, We'll have a review up soon, but basically, it is the first foldable with very little reservation to say, "Go get it." Uh, 999 is totally reasonable for it because it's in line with other, the other Samsung phone of its size is the, uh, galaxy S 21 plus it's a six point. I think that one's a 6.7 inch display. And this is also 6.7 inches when it's unfolded. Uh, and it's the same specs and it's the same price. The only difference is the battery life, which on the flip three, if you leave 120 Hertz on is atrocious. But it's a lot better when you
0: turn it to 60 hertz. Which is a shame, but... And I, yeah, go ahead. They made such a big deal about being able to get 120 hertz on.
2: It is it is workable, but it is not a full-day phone if you do that. The first couple days, I was having to charge by 5pm. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Not even on heavy usage, and... It didn't get much better as the adaptive battery stuff kicked in. Uh, it, I, I don't know what it is about the 120 hertz. The, my going theory is that it's not using the adaptive tech, so it's not changing the refresh rate when it's on static content, which would help a lot. Um, I think it's just not doing that, so it's draining the battery life uh, unnecessarily. But yeah, if you switch it to 60 hertz, I, yesterday I ran it on 60 hertz and I was close to four hours of screen on time, uh, which is still not amazing, but it's, that's workable over the course of an entire
1: day. I mean, is there, is there a compromise option of like, you know, you don't, you don't, uh, 90 hertz. Is there I a compromise? wish,
2: and honestly, I think that's going to be Samsung's solution because I don't think they can do much to fix The battery drain on 120 um it's all a question of whether or not the panel can handle can do 90 hertz in between because i I think there are limits hardware limits on that um yeah no i honestly it's it feels fine at 60 hertz i've got to say like it doesn't feel like most 60 hertz phones do to me even just switching back and forth the difference is negligible on this one. I don't know why, but it is.
0: It's weird. So in the display, so how's the glass, how's the foldable glass on this one?
2: How's oh, it's coating. How's okay, so
0: the Galaxy Z Flip 3,
2: uh, the Galaxy Z Flip 5G and also the Fold 2 had the same inner screen protector, which... It was fine the first month and then it went downhill hard. Like the first month you could tell it was plastic and the oleophobic wasn't great, but it was workable. And then it went downhill really bad. The new one, it feels identical to glass. Like I would say the only difference is that when you pick up a glass phone in the morning, it's usually a little bit cool to the touch. This one's just not cool to the touch, but it feels the same to your finger. So like, Uh, gesture typing, swiping on the screen, everything feels so good um, by comparison to last year. Uh, And the screen protect, like the edges uh, where it was peeling up last year don't feel as noticeable. And all of this applies to the Fold 3, by the way, too. Um, And they said that's just because they switched out the the screen protector material to something that's a lot more durable, which is also great. Um, And also it adheres better to the inner display so it won't peel up uh it I, um that is by far my favorite part of this upgrade uh already it's just that it feels like a normal phone that's really promising yeah i'm i'm blown away that they made this much of a
0: difference i didn't think they could how about the alpha display it's bigger um how much <laughs> utility app realistic
2: utility have you got now the most okay there, are, there is utility that I've had and utility that I want. The utility that I've had so far is it's nice, isn't always on display for, you know, the time and your notifications. Um, I also had it uh, over the weekend. I had some friends over who were playing card games and I was able to use it to control the music that was playing in the background. So I just tap on the screen, swipe over and I can control the music. That's great. Uh, something I wish it could do is it can do Samsung Pay on the outer display. But not Google Pay. And I wish I could do Google Uh, Pay. Um, You can't even do it like just, you know, unlock the phone and then tap it while it's closed because it has to be open for Google Pay to be active. Um, That is the only thing I wish I could do. Um, Because aside from that, there's really not much I would want to do on the outer display. Um, Something else that might be nice for the people who really want it is maybe enabling more widgets to be out there. So just like, allow you to put any android home screen widget on the outside screen right now it's just uh it's just the time the uh music and a few samsung apps Mm -hmm. um it would be nice to you know like your weather app of choice or uh i don't know your music player of choice that way it defaults to playlists or whatever Mm -hmm. uh that stuff would all be nice but it's not there right now i think it's definitely more useful than last year because last year it only showed like two words on screen at, at once. Um, so if you got a notification, you had to wait for it to scroll away. <clears throat> uh, a good example, I uh, SMS two-factor authentication. Uh, if you got a two-factor code on the flip 5G, on the old flip, uh, you would get this long string of text that at the end, your code would be there and you'd have like a second to see it before it started over. And the new one, you can just see the whole thing. So, it's an improvement. Uh, It doesn't seem to hurt the battery because it's still just really low-end outside display that doesn't draw much power.
0: Um, I know the flip tree just came out, but looking ahead, is the all (laughs) just to make it cover the entire screen? Or is that breaking the whole, this this helps you disconnect?
2: See, I don't like that aspect of it. I don't think that really matters in the end. I think the bigger selling point for this is just the physical size, which I'll go on a quick thing about that. My favorite thing about that is that I can stick it in my pocket and I still have room for a pair of earbuds in that pocket. Hmm. That is the best part. Like I have a full phone, but I can still fit my earbuds in that pocket instead of jamming them in with my wallet and my key
0: that's um, uh,
1: a good combo I yeah This um, sounds like I need to buy different pants <laughs> <laughs> I can do that anyway but okay um,
2: yeah it, I don't think they need to go full display but I think it would be nice if it was big at, if it was more at the right aspect ratio it doesn't even have to be huge it just has to be the right aspect ratio to where you can do a little bit more in terms of i don't I don't need to type I can do voice typing from out there. Uh, just replies by voice typing would be nice. that does not exist right now, which is dumb. Um, being able to interact with certain apps, it would be really nice to be able to like trigger Spotify, not just hit play, like open Spotify and choose a playlist on that U- outer display. I think all that kind of stuff would be possible if it was just slightly bigger. And at an aspect ratio that you could use the entire uh, that more apps would work with. Kind of like what Motorola does, honestly. I think they nailed it on the razor. But yeah, that's the Flip 3. Uh, we'll have a review out soon. And the Fold 3 is next on my list. And it's, it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, we're really looking forward to see how they advance that um, in the past year. So um, that is the podcast for this week. Thank you for joining us. You can tune in on every Friday. You can find us on all your favorite podcasting platforms, such as Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. And you can even listen on our site at 95google.com. As always, thank you for tuning in. And thanks to Kyle and Ben for joining me. We'll see you all next week. Bye.
1: See ya. Bye.